Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. We remember when you doubted us the first time. Saying this is it, you've had enough. Because, like, we hadn't won a game in two weeks. Oh, you like this one? This is Taylor Swift. What? Then you came around again and said, Cardinals, you're winners and you're going all the way. Avi, I've known this since opening day. I say, let's do this. We high five, you fist bump. I'm with you. Right there, a little pitchy. Just right that. If I could get that one back, I'd go back into the studio. Plowhawk laying the foundation for a topic in the upcoming 8 o'clock hour. John Mazalak spoke with the media for the first time. Since the end of the season yesterday, Doug, and I saw the Plowhawk uh, was active on the Twitter tweets. Just a couple things needed to be addressed. <laughs> you don't like him I'm picking excited. up a couple minor leaguers? <laughs> well, it wasn't that. No, that's going to happen. ESPN has the Cardinals getting a uh, big-time player. I'll tell you who. Coming up. But first, it is our pleasure to welcome you back to the 8 o'clock hour of the morning after. Presented by Brown and Crouppen, ladies and gentlemen, Andy Crouppen in the Michelob Ultra Studios. All Doug, right. have you ever heard of Gallery this? Sure. He was here last week. He was. Fabulous. It's your father. Ed. How are you? Wonderful. How are you doing, man? Great. I'm great. Uh, we were talking in the uh, commercial break, in the uh, break room. I don't know if you had a chance to go through the cassettes that are on the table. <laughs> Those were pre- presented by uh, Iggy. He's uh, moving apartments, and so he's bringing some things in as a gift to his coworkers. <laughs> Can I bring my things in next week? You know, I was doing yeah, it might be a little different. <laughs> I, I was looking at them and I saw some of them like Billy Idol, and I'm like, whoa, these things I think may be worth something because people are collecting them. And I looked it up, it's worth like three bucks. There you go, oh, with, with the case. There you go. Oh, I think Billy he didn't just, have a case. Billy didn't. <laughs> I heard you were also bringing some clothes in. Yeah, yeah. Plowhawk, you, you have that bag here. Take a look, Andy. This is really nice. If there's anything you would like to grab. Well, Darren's willing to share. When I see the condition of your leather jacket, I'm a little hesitant. Yeah, <laughs> You've got your money's worth. I bought that. Oh, you're sitting on that thing, Andy. Yeah. It's right behind you. Yeah, there it I is. I bought two new uh, winter coats last year, and I just don't wear them. I still wear that thing. Right. Nice. It's his brand. The new ones Old money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's I'll put those in there. Uh, it is. Uh, it's great to have you guys sponsoring the program, and uh, we've gotten. We, we. I didn't know what would happen last week when we had that announcement. This text inbox in here, Andy. All hell can break loose. All of us take 
Doug, what you call it, shrapnel throughout the course. Like, yeah, the, it's, 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 but people really excited to hear you guys were going to be the uh, presenting sponsor. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. People are really excited about it. We've you been trying are... to uh, ingratiate ourselves into this community for 45 years. 45 years, yeah. Yeah, you guys are St. Louis landmarks, I want to say. I mean, you guys, there's not really anybody who's lived in the city <clears throat> who doesn't know who Brown and Crouppen is. Well, we spent enough money to make sure that's the case. <laughs> that's part of the deal. That's right. One of the uh, things that I enjoyed that uh, that people became familiar with you uh, outside of the 45 years in the market, the uh, the sandwich video. We talked about that last week with uh, with Ed and, and the one that he loves. Was that the sloppy Giuseppe, Doug? Yeah, that's what it was. At Adriana's? He loves that thing. Is, is that already, Especially now that you guys are right there being yeah. on the hill, he's going to be hitting that thing. Oh, yes. What did you discover in all of your travels as being, I don't know. Doug, would you say you ever heard of this thing, Mount Rushmore of sandwiches? We've seen to do a Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. In all of your travels throughout all these sandwiches. What do you got? I'd like to know. I mean, I know my my favorite haunts growing up in South City. I had a lot of them near me. Uh, tell the audience what you got because you Gosh. did these, these YouTube videos and they have tens of thousands of uh, views. Y- yeah. I mean, what I discovered is there's a lot of good sandwiches in St. Louis. No. Uh, and it got hard towards the end finding places um, that we had not been to. Um, there are still a few that we want to check off the list, so we've got to get the band back together. But Adriana's is obviously one of them. Yeah. Uh, Joya's is great. Nomad. I mean, there are some really, really fine sandwiches here. Yeah. Um, and, and some of them are in places where, you know, you wouldn't necessarily expect to find a sandwich like uh, Nudo House in the Loop, which is sort of more of a ramen place, has a great banh mi sandwich. Um, so you got to look. Oh, but it's a banh mi sandwich. It's a Vietnamese sandwich. So oh, yeah. I guess there was some French um, influence in Vietnam that brought bread there because very few Asian countries are known for their sandwiches. Um, and Vietnam has the banh mi sandwich. It has like pork on it and some kimchi at times, different sort of Asian influences. on. They're very good. Hmm. You know who ordered Sounds a bunch of sandwiches from Joy's over the weekend? You? Metallica. Oh, Is that really? right? Yeah, really? Had all their sandwiches. Look at you. Yours. It's like Jerry Burgers oh. in the studio with us. <laughs> let's, go, let's go Iggy. Yeah. How'd you find that? Yeah, that's what I was wondering, Andy. Uh, the guy from Joy is uh, one of the owners posted uh, Instagram. Huh. Is that right? It's good yeah, I the one right there off, uh, what is that, Old Ballast, New Ballast? Right there in Creve Horn. Yeah, they have one out here now. Yeah. In addition to the uh, the original location, how are things at the uh, new office uh, complex? What this is week two? Yeah, I mean it, it's still we're still in our soft launch. I um, like that. There's a lot, like you know, they're the fine D. I've been kind of in charge of the project for Brown and Crouppen, and you know, every time I look, there's like a nick here and uh, the paint's missing here, and so it's been this detail-oriented, kind of nitpicky process of the punch list um, so that we can move the rest of our staff in. So it is uh, going well. It'll be better once we kind of really have everybody in there and the construction is complete, but it is spectacular. It, it really exceeded our expectations. Um, we're very excited yeah. to be there. And, right I, uh, the and the yeah. neighborhood is yeah. wonderful. See, my girlfriend, she is in interior design and just marvels at what you guys did with the uh, the building out there because we love that hill area anyways but yeah what you know what they're doing with that what was like what was it an abandoned like you know kind of strip I don't know what it used to be beforehand but it, it looks was beautiful 
the Magic Chef factory where they made the stoves. Really? Yeah. Okay. And they were actually about triple the size of the warehouse. Uh, the other two became a neighborhood, um, and ours was the last remaining building and kind of sat in disrepair for decades until um, a friend of mine bought it and, and helped us bring it back to life. Wow. How about that? Yeah. That is something else. Yeah, it's uh, right down there across from uh, Ragazzi's. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. It's, it's great to see what they've done in that Insane. whole hill area, hasn't it? Yeah. It's, it's got all kinds of potential to really just be the coolest place in I think so. In and there are some, like, new restaurants popping up. And I, I think the there's sort of a changing in the guard, it would appear there. Um, and, and the neighborhood is welcoming. They're not pushing it back, you know, trying to preserve mm-hmm. what it was 100 years ago. They want you to keep the culture and the heritage and 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 pay tribute to that. And I think we tried to honor that tradition and, and not try to change things, but just, you know, kind of integrate into the neighborhood. And I think others are doing that. And you're welcome to bring your girlfriend down for oh, there you go, a tour anytime. Oh. I would love that. I know she would as well. Free soda. Oh, How about that? that? That's, a, that's a win it's for me, Incentivized too. to go cups. Ragazzi's did the same thing as like what you're saying. They have new ownership, and they said, we're not really changing anything. They did a great job here. We're just taking it over, but we're not. We're just going to have the fishbowl. Everything's going to be the same. They're not coming in and trying to redo the hill. We're excited about that. You mm. know, I heard a story yesterday that um, what took them so I think the owners of Ragazzi's wanted to get out for a long time, and, and I'm sure I'm getting most of this wrong, but <laughs> one of their mothers maybe was elderly and still alive and came in and sat at this corner table every day, and they just couldn't bear to get re- – it was basically a restaurant for one. And, and then she passed away um, at some point. I think she was in her 90s. And I'm like, all right, we can sell now. How about that? Um, and, and so the new people, it's, it's exciting to have somebody yeah. kind of inject new life into it, but, but keep the traditions. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's really a, a neat neighborhood. Mark Ozzy, uh, who was one of the uh, owners, passed away a few years ago, was a big-time TMA listener. Did you know that, Doug? Really? Yeah. I know you're always startled. That's not what killed him, was that? <laughs> You're always startled to hear yeah. that, 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 that there are people listening to this little program mm-hmm. in our... Is this called a sanitation closet? I believe it is. Yeah. It's a no-kill moron <laughs> zone. <laughs> no-kill moron shelter, yeah. Shelter. yeah. But uh, when we would go down there, he was... I mean, he, he could cite things that I couldn't remember from the, the earlier days broadcast. Really? Yeah. How about that? Huh. Who would I don't know how he found it. But alas, no. Yeah. So we got some listenership down there on the hill, especially now with uh, Brown That's and Crouppen right. as the uh, Andy. How often do people sponsor? say, "Boy, your voice sounds just like your dad's"? It, it happens a lot. You know, it's weird because I don't think I realized it until I started working there and doing some of the commercials, and then I would hear a television on in the other room, and it would take me, you know, five mm-hmm. seconds before I could even tell which one of us. Really? It so was. it works because I was thinking the exact same thing, Doug. Yeah, you sound exactly voice. like your father. Yeah, it's it's odd. Yeah. The vocal pattern and the, also the pitch. He has to be the most famous lawyer in town, don't you think? I mean, everywhere he goes, the people know him and talk oh, to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was different because when he started, there were only three television, television channels. And so you remember, I, I, if you're from St. Louis, Uncle Leonard and, sure. and those types of... Miserini. Yeah, and local <laughs> yeah. celebrities, because there are only three channels, there is no option but to watch those and see them. And so 
local advertisers gained a celebrity that would be impossible to capture today. Yeah, you're right about that. That was a weird time. But yeah, the 1980s, right. that was a that was a big, big thing. Well, we are thrilled to have you guys on board here as the presenting sponsor. Those of you watching on YouTube can see it here in the studios. It's the Brown and Crouppen Law Firm presenting sponsor of TMA, Andy Crouppen, stopping by the studios here at Hubbard Radio St. Louis. Andy, thank you so much for coming in, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. There he is. That's Andy Crouppen of Brown and Crouppen in studio with us here on TMA. Thank you, Andy. And uh, Plowhawk, it looks like you're going to be heading on down to the the new world headquarters. Well, you never got this enough anyways. We're right by yeah. You know, their their headquarters now. Two for one. You uh, get that fishbowl, right? The fishbowl beer? I, I I stick with soda, so I'll get the free oh, soda. Oh, the, the free soda. Yeah. <laughs> the free soda. <laughs> That's right. That's the perfect That was the gallon jug. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Andy, thank you so much. We thank appreciate you. it. We look forward to seeing you again. That's Andy Crouppen with us here in studio, the Michelob Ultra Studios. It is TMA presented by Brown and Crouppen. And we welcome you to get involved on the program. Texting in 314-881-TMA5. You are welcome to call in 636-9004-TMA. And we are giving away four tickets to tonight's Blues and Winnipeg Jets game retro hoodie night. Uh, Doug, at the Blues game, the winner of the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day gets that prize for tonight. Coming up, 945, that is the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Coming up this Saturday, it is our second annual TMA Trivia Night. This year's trivia questions will test your general sports entertainment and St. Louis knowledge. One TMA round out of ten. Uh, $45 per ticket, and you can get a table or just a single ticket. Up to you. Well, you're going to get, for $45, all of your salt and smoke and all of your beer from AB, but feel free to bring your own food and drink as well. portion of the proceeds from the evening will go to St. Gabriel's. It is available at TMASTL.com, TMA Trivia Night, coming up this Saturday. No doggies, Doug. No. They're done. done. The Fighting Tigers play at 2.30. Your night is clear. Mm-hmm. Let's go to St. Gabriel's and have salt and smoke and a bunch of beer. <laughs> well, it, was a, it was great fun last year. I'm sure it will be again tonight. Food is great. Stephen Wildwood people won last year, has tabled fun. it anyway, but he can't be there this year. I think he oh, called so it's in wide and said, open now. Yeah. Bucks Hope did not win last year. That's an upset. Might have been why he accosted Jackson. It could be, yeah. But it is a fun time. And you can see all those banners at the at the Grade schoolers won for you know, Parcheesi and checkers and things like that's, that. You're gonna have you're so gonna have to you're what gonna you have can to get, do. You know, you fight your strength. That's, and that's a, what that's they've a, done. That's a uh, that's a serious serious charge. I would imagine that'll result in in yet another slander suit. Hey Jackie boy, would you rather top Caleb Grill or bottom for Tamar Bates? It's from Shrimply Pibbles. Tamar Bates was hooping last night. Um, uh, so ne- neither personally, but glad both of them are on the roster. Yeah. I tried to watch. I went to ESPN Plus. 101.79. Nice win over UAPB. Mm-hmm. They go back to Pine Bluff with a loss. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be a that. tough bus ride back, baby. Take that. <laughs> Much smaller school. Hey, no Memphis chance. is coming to town on Friday. That's okay, a good that's test. Better. They do that in college basketball. They don't have to worry about taking an L early in the season, ruining their chances for a championship. And so here comes Petty Hardaway oh. on Friday night, right before Tennessee and oh. Phil Fulmer comes to town. Phil yep. Fulmer's still coaching. Yeah, they uh, okay. they sent the broadcast last night. The Gates wanted to test this team early, so they got Memphis, and then in a week or two, they got to go to the barn in Minnesota. 
So different than last year where you got like nine. Clem Haskins will be there at the Golden Gophers. What about, are you sure it's Phil Fulmer and not Johnny Major still coaching? (laughs) Yeah, he wore a sport coat, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. A lot of coaches used to. (laughs) Hank Stram used to be impeccably dressed. (laughs) Tom Landry wore a suit. What about Spags? Not so much, no. Most of the coaches used to get dressed Weeb Eubank was the first that wore like a sweatshirt and a hat. I don't know who was the first, but... Yeah, that was used to be a thing. They'd be very well-dressed. I won the free table last year for email of the day. I can't make it this year, but I got a good look at a lot of your listeners' microweens in that bathroom. That's from Shrimply Pibbles. Oh, that's Our the common listeners. denominator among them? There's a microween table? Microweens. Aren't there dividers at Gabe's? I thought there was an issue last year in which it was kind of like the scene in Full Metal Jacket. Oh, God. Oh. Can you imagine taking a dump in that thing with everybody sitting right well, next to Well, I mean, you know, people were competing hard at trivia, and that can stress the bowels. Oh, do you think that's still the way they do it in Army barracks? Still the bathrooms are just wide open like that? Wouldn't you hope? I would hope not, because well, it might just... keep some people from, from enlisting. Imagine chilling night at the barracks. Mm. Oh, four or five oh. dudes. That's why I could never go to prison. There's no way I could just take a dump in front of other people. Well, I think you get your own. Yeah, you get your own personal. Uh, not if you got you're sharing with a cell, and you guys sitting in the bed, and you're trying to take a dump, and he's <laughs> sitting right there. Literally, it, I think that's the new power move. It's not finding the biggest guy and beating him up. It's immediately right when you get in your cell, taking a giant angry dump. Oh. And to tell your cellmate, kind of, you're, this is my home now. Isn't there a chance he would then strangle you with the bed sheets? I think you have to take that risk. And there's no ventilation in those cells. I mean, you'd just be se- s- smelling that all day. Well, it is prison. It's not supposed <laughs> to be a hotel. <laughs> We're the mints. Uh, I've been told they're not happy about something in the YouTube chat. Cool. <laughs> what could it be? That would be yeah, unusual. On air? Ha ha, Walrus King said. Don Peepee. Is that the real Don Peepee? I don't know. Doug, is Don Peepee in the YouTube I chat? Don't know that who makes Don me Pee-pee happy. Is. I'm neither, but I get the idea. Exactly, Don. Hey, some of us are growers, not showers. Biff says he's trying to call in. No one's answering the phone. Mr. Lix was saying he was trying to call in. No one's oh. answering. <laughs> yeah, well, Lix says it every day. I'll answer. Okay. Jackson, are these people making it up? No. So sometimes uh, when people call in, it just all pops up as like unlisted or unavailable, and I don't know. I can't recognize the number, mm-hmm. and there are certain numbers which I don't always pick up. Oh, cryptic. Okay. And if I'm also doing something, like I'm not going to like stop everything I'm doing. Well, what else are you doing? I, have, I do a lot of things back here. I'm working. What sort of things wow. are you doing? You just back got there? some. You just got some lip. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to come off so 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 harsh, but uh, <laughs> but sometimes I'm doing some things, and I, I don't necessarily, you know. Some people do things, and some people don't do other things. <laughs> I got a list for you. Almost anything like, you do back there would be more important than answering that phone. Trust me. I got, but I like like the callers are an important part of this presentation. So well, wanna, sure they are. So I want to answer, but, but let's be if, honest. Like, have we ever taken a call like very few times ago? Man, that was worth it. Like sure. most of the time, we're hanging up on these people, or they're scared to say anything else, and they're stuttering. And if anyone wants to call in, I was six three six. All right, here we go. Jackson is going to look at the phone lines, and we are going to get you on. How about I love, that? I love trade proposals. For every yeah, we're going to do yeah, trade for, proposals. For every one caller, Adam, there's about fifty Mister Fixes. So, like, <laughs> I think that's hey, just got to look at the phone line. Uh, we had the Colonel on the phone lines yesterday. He's presented by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, and he has now three hundred thirty-eight five. 
five-star reviews. Mark Hutkins posted this one five days ago. I just switched my business vehicle to James Carlton State Farm. Mike was great to work with. He explained the changes in coverage and was able to save me a considerable amount of my coverage. I will be sending my other coverage to see what he can do. It's James Carlton. He's my insurance agent. He's the Plowhawks insurance agent. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton. State Farm, here's another person you can contact, and it's Mark Hanna of Evergreen Well Strategies. He's just a wonderful person. He flaunts his head of hair. I feel like he's doing it to me. I don't like that, but I mm-hmm. like him. Jackson? You can tell just by the way he holds his head. Yeah. Look it's like he wants hair. to take a look at this. Yeah. Which you don't have, bro. That's what I feel like. Yeah, that Mark Hanna's got a world-class head of hair. He's also got a world-class set of knowledge when it comes to your financial future. He can help you out. He can build a custom plan for you and not just some cookie-cutter plan that works for someone in your age range. That's not what he does. He learns about you and your goals, and then he helps build out a plan. And then if you have to make a change down the road, because everyone knows that you know things can change. There's so many variables in life. You give Mark a call. You're going to feel better getting off the call than when you got on it, and that is worth everything to me. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. That's why you should work with Mark Hanna. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna texted me, Flo. God, this guy's taunting That's me. That's all he said. That's all he wrote was Flo, and I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. And now yeah. you got it, too, because you got wisps of tufts. Tufts of wisps. Tufts of wisps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackson made reference to the Fighting Tigers win last night. Billikens, Billikens, rah, rah, rah. They won as mm-hmm. well. Blues in action this evening. We're giving away four tickets for tonight's game and that uh, retro hoodie as well. So there is uh, a nice set of prizes for this afternoon or this evening's game for today's design air heating and cooling email today the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Send your emails in. Iggy is giving away clothes and cassettes. Mm-hmm. Find out what he gives away tomorrow. Larry Nickel is with us now, though, to oh, recap what great. took place in professional wrestling last evening. Hello, Nixie. Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. What's up? Well, not much. What's up with you? Not much. Oh. Well, I assume you watched the presentation (laughs) last night. Yes, I did. Yeah, what happened? Well, there was a battle royal to determine the next number one contender to win Ripley's women's world title. Okay. And one of the competitors was Paul's friend, Becky Lynch. But the other lady you have for Zia Lee was so intent on having a one-on-one match with Becky Lynch, she kicked her in the head to where she couldn't compete in the Battle Royal. Mm. And the winner of said Battle Royal was one of the ladies that competed in Saudi Arabia three days ago, Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark? Yeah, so it's going to be Zoe Stark versus Leah Ripley for the Women's World title up in Chi-Town for Survivor Series. Okay, you're going to try to go there? Uh, if I didn't have to work, I would. Okay. Nice. Where are you working these days, Larry? Uh, I work at a bar slash restaurant called the Old Bakery Bear Company. Oh, nice. cool. Nice. What do you do there? I'm a dishwasher. Nice. No, you like that? Good job? Yeah, by the way, I requested off for next Saturday. For a Look oh, at that. Good, November eighteenth, Doug. All right. Can't wait, Larry. You're bowling uh with uh Cletus and Chrissy Blake as always. Yes, I do. Okay. And then I was talking about titles earlier before Back to the recap. I started talking about Cowboy. Yeah. Okay. 
the main event was for the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins defended his title against Sami Zayn. You know, Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And here, here's why. Zach Zayn. Here's why the here's why the title match came about. Seth Rollins defended his title in Saudi Arabia against Drew McIntyre. Then Seth Rollins won the match. Then Damian Priest came out and he was going to cash his his money to make briefcase on Seth Rollins. And here comes Sami Zayn to stop Damian Priest from cashing it in. And then last night on the presentation, Seth Rollins thanked Sami Zayn for stopping Damian Priest from cashing in. So in return, Seth Rollins gave Sami a World Heavyweight title match. Unbelievable. So, all Seth had, all Sammy had to do was say, name the place and time. And of course, it was last night. Awesome. Such build up. Yeah. That was quite a little recap there. I bet there was a disqualification at some point. That's a serious charge. Well, there were, in the title match, there was no disqualification. It was Seth Rollins beating Sammy Zane. Okay. Well, was that uh, all that happened, or was there something else we should know about? And there was a there was a fatal four-way match to determine the number one contender yeah. for Gunther's Intercontinental Championship between The Miz, Bronson Reed, Ricochet, and Ivar of the Viking Raiders. Okay. Bronson Reed, oh, Doug. There was a Viking there. Viking Raiders. Vikings oh. and Raiders. Okay. Yeah. Bronson Pinchot. Was he on Perfect Strangers? I remember him. I think that's right. Yeah. Was he in Beverly Hills Cop? Larry, was he in Beverly Hills Cop? He was. Yeah. It was a great scene where he's trying to sell that painting. Get out of here. No, it's a, it's an important piece. Nice. <laughs> You're like a ra- <laughs> regular <laughs> Rich Little. <laughs> Can I get back to talking about that? Yes, we couldn't be sorrier. <laughs> okay. Toward the end of the match, Ivar was going for a moonsault, and Bronson Lee was going for his finishing maneuver called the Tsunami, which is a flash off top rope. Okay. Uh, Ricochet did not move. Then the Miz moved from the other guy. There was a double pin attempt, but here's the kicker. Ricochet... Got his shoulder up at the two count. So, Bronson Reed lost the match for the other two competitors. So, the Miz is going on to Survivor Series to challenge Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship at Survivor Series. That should be a Jim Dandy, Doug. Yeah, that was an awful lot of program last night. <laughs> a lot of meat on that bone. What a mm-hmm. treat uh, in November. They always ramp it up for ratings. Must. Larry, Engine Joe's Cave Ride Magic Man. You know him, don't you? Yes. He says, fun fact, my uncle Jimmy used to masturbate to Sam Mushnick. Oh. God almighty. Oh. The promoter. Uh, if I was Doug, which I'm not, I should have suspended that guy. Good idea. Good He's idea, gone? Larry, Very good Larry, idea. Long. Engine Joe's Cave Ride Magic Man has indeed been suspended on Larry's recommendation. Suspended a period of two days' time. Is that enough? Days. His name right now is going into this. I see it. Office. I can vouch for it, Larry. He just did it. Engine Joe's. Yeah, two days is probably not enough, but 
That's what it's going to be for a now. Week. Oh, a week. A week. Okay, I'll oh make it my a week. God. One week's time, Engine Joe's. Unbelievable. Cave ride, Magic Man. It's a lot to write, Cave ride. Magic. Larry, do you have the top five countries uh, available while Doug is suspending Engine Joe's Cave Ride Magic okay. Man for his week. uncle's uh, masturbatorial habits? Yes. Yes, I do, Tim. Thanks for asking. No okay. Now five would be Amsterdam. Huh. Mm, good one. Been there. Is no. that a city or a country? I've got it as a city, city. in the Netherlands. Am yeah. I right on that? Is my I nurse confirmed that? I'm not well Nailed trapped. it, Tim. Well, we call it a country. What do you mean we call it? It's a city. It's a country in itself. It's a I city, really... Larry. Number four. Hey, Netherlands. Will be, will be chilly. Yeah, makes sense. Which is pretty good this time of year. Nice. Oh, fun. Is that a homophone? Homonym? Homophone? I don't, I don't know. Well, the, the country chili is spelled with an E, but the food chili is spelled with an I. You're right about that. Yeah. Number three will be Jolly Old England. Nice. Okay. Number two, Canada. Number one, United States of America. Okay. Yep, there it is. Nice That's another win. Take that. Nice list. How many of those places you've been to? Uh, England for me. How many houses you got in each one of them? Canada. Exactly. Three out of five. Two out of five yeah. for me. Yeah. I haven't been to Chile. You've no, been to Amsterdam? Been... Oh, yeah. Nice. How did you get there? One of our you trips. Plane, one of our trips uh, <laughs> when we lived in Bermuda, one of our trips before we went back. Just hung out. That was so cool. And that was back in the day when, you know, you couldn't smoke pot anywhere else. But in Amsterdam, you sit there with a cup of coffee, just smoke a joint right on the street. Oh, how wonderful. Love that. How about this? Great text here, too. Uh, Larry, I'm going to read this while you're still on the line. Chile is actually entering their spring and summer months. They're mm -hmm. in the southern hemisphere. That's it's all tackle. true. It's mm. all very, very true. It's like Australia's starting to get summer. That's correct. True again. What about Argentina? Yes, one more time. We continue to name countries in the southern hemisphere. Botswana. All of them. Gotcha. Start wearing chaps this time of year. That's correct. Bolivia. Sure. But Ecuador. Yeah. Ecuador. Yeah, it's Central America. Central, I think. That's yeah. close. Well, there were others receiving votes this mm -hmm. week. New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Be it's another great there. example. Yeah. Uh, Larry, God bless you, and God bless these United States of America. Yeah, God bless America. There he is, oh, the I best in the business. Thorough recap. Mm -hmm. Missed a lot of show last night, Doug. You're right. I missed the whole darn thing, which is unusual for me. Even though I have missed it for almost 30 years now. Nothing makes me happier than Larry saying jolly old England. Cave ride, go ride a bowl of dicks? That's oh, from Steve in Wild, but he's a chairman. Yeah. Sure Where'd that come from? I don't know. Uncle Must Skip. be some tension. <laughs> hey, Tim, I'd like to offer my wife to Larry after all these years. Larry, come bang this skank out, brother? That's from the recovering oh, alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. My goodness. Boy, it has taken a turn here all yeah. of a sudden. We tried to get Larry to the uh, Bunny Ranch. He wouldn't go. No, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think I don't think he flies. You remember that? Yeah. When uh, Dennis uh, said, "Bring him out," and then we ended, yeah. up, ended up giving it away to a listener. Yeah, that's and one of our best giveaways listener, ever. The listener actually Tripped went to a horror house. <laughs> he actually went to. <laughs> did he? And he was married. <laughs> you never know what people's arrangements are, Doug. Right. That's our, that's our right. lesson. 
Uh, trade proposal. Can I move 20 feet from where I currently live for a lesser apartment at the same price? Thanks. That's Steve. And yeah. That is pretty stupid, isn't it, Steve? <laughs> on my part. Well, it is trade proposal season, Doug, because John Mazalak met with the media yesterday. Plowboy, I know this is activation for you. Uh, and he talked it over with uh, Derek Gould and John Denton, friend of the show. And, uh, and said this regarding the 2023 campaign. All right. We knew our starting pitching was going into the season, and it could have had some volatility in, into it. But instead of going and adding an additional arm or two, we rolled the dice, if you will, to try and do it. In hindsight, of course, I would have something different. It's hard to argue with any yeah, of that. Nailed it. All right. Um, so this is what he had to say regarding this offseason. I certainly feel pressure. I think the expectations are high and people want to get back to that. These are demanding jobs, and when they don't go as planned, whether it's self-induced pressure or outside pressure, regardless, you feel pressure. So this is what he had to say with regards to the Cardinals' offseason plans. You can flex all you want, but you only control what you can control. I do think we understand what we're trying to get this offseason. We know we need innings. We know we need to revamp our starting lineup, starting pitching. You listen around the league, and everybody is trying to do that. It's going to be a very competitive marketplace, and hopefully we are able to come out of this on the right side. It's a little bit of a volume game on our end. We know we need more than just one. Uh, Also, uh, with regards to Yadier Molina, nothing is set in stone yet. I'm hopeful that he will be part of our organization at some point next year. Doug, there it is. So we learn nothing, really, right? (laughs) Plowhawk, what's your reason? nothing. It's just pre-embedded reasons that they're going to finish second or third, you know, on any biddings for free agents. And I'm with him on one thing. Like, you're dealing with New York and Boston and probably lesser extent maybe the Dodgers. Looks like the Cubs are coming to play after getting Craig Council. Eight million a year for a manager? They aren't going to sit back and uh, wait if they were spending that on a manager. No, so if you want to overpay, you can certainly get these guys, but when have they done that? I mean, they've certainly given bad contracts away and an extra year for Contreras and Fowler. Um... And to a lesser extent, Andrew Miller. Giants are going to come to play. Yankees, Red Sox, as we already talked about. Cubs are going to come to play. I bet you they go... I don't think the Phillies are going to sit there with that lineup and let Nola walk away without a problem unless they go and get somebody else like Snell or Yamamoto. I bet we get a Lucas Giolito type. I think that would be the biggest... 29-year-old Lucas Giolito. I think that will be the biggest name. And then we'll get another guy and maybe trade. But I, I don't th- think it's going to be eye-popping. Can I throw this quote out at you? And what you guys Doug, are you think? taking quotes? You've got a quote. Well, it's from, it's from Jose, like the same interview. John Denton posted it. And I couldn't make heads or tails of what he means. Uh, John Mozeliak on his club spending and free agency for pitching. I think we have to be prudent on how we think through some of this. But I definitely think the type of payroll we were going to have last year before trades will look very similar this year. Okay. That sounds to me like he's not going to spend any more money this year than last year. Well, the uh, payroll last year was uh, just shy of two hundred million. It would have been two hundred million for a forty-man for the forty-man roster. But then when they traded away some of the contracts at the deadline, they actually didn't hit two hundred million for the first time in a, in a number of years. What he's saying is because about forty-five million will be coming off the books or has come off the books, they have forty-five million. Uh, to spend. So if they're at 145 or 55 million, I should say, if they're at 145 right now, then they have 55 million to spend. That'd be that'd be two really good pitchers, or maybe three pretty good pitchers. 
Well, they don't have to worry games. about the bullpen anymore because they send that 28-year-older in a trade with Seattle. He's had one major league game in his uh -oh. career, and he uh -oh. was 20 years Gosh. old. Uh -oh. It's going to show up our bullpen. Uh, I would... I would think that they'd be more in the trade market than the free agent market. I think they'll be. In, I think they will be in both. Maybe, That's my expectation. I think they've got to hit the trade market because you can you can get some younger players that way that aren't quite so costly, and they've they've got an excess at, at certain positions that they just don't need. They've got people to trade, but not good players. Uh oh. Well, they're players that, that other teams would want. Who are you thinking? Can you name me one team. That I think you would want Dylan Carlson for any major league starter. Well, I would be absolutely. Wouldn't necessarily stunned. thinking about Carlson. I think anybody's on the market. You just finished in last place. I'm with you, Doug. I don't, I don't think you can say anybody's untouchable. You finished dead last. So who are you thinking when you say? The... Oh, people like Gorman. Oh, okay, well Gorman. then that's that's a that's a big time move. Uh, yeah, if that's I think he'd be available to somebody. If the for a wouldn't you rather have a stud pitcher than Nolan Gorman? I I think it'd be more important. I know that he might hit 40 home runs. I know he's young and doesn't make any money, but you need pitching desperately, and that's one way to get it. But you got to look at crap teams who are looking to just start stockpiling young players and maybe even young, ready-to-now players and look at their pitching staff. And what crap teams have a one or two in their pitching rotation that you could get for guys like that? Well, that's what they have to figure out. I, I don't know all the I don't think pitchers a lot out there, but... Those are the type of players you're probably going to have to trade if you want if you want big time players in return. With, with regards to the free agents, uh, ESPN's uh, four baseball writers uh, gave their predictions and their reasoning for each one. Uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who is uh, only 25, uh, they've got him going to either New York or Boston, and either the Mets or Yankees. Uh, in New York, or the Boston Red Sox, uh, skipping to another pitcher, Aaron Nola. Uh, Bradley Doolittle and Buster Olney both have him staying in Philadelphia. Jeff Passan has him going to the Braves, and David Schoenfeld has him going to the Cubs. So Cardinals not predicted there on Aaron Nola, but they are expected to get Blake Snell per Doolittle. And only uh, Jeff Passan thinks he will go to the Phillies because Nola leaves. If that happens, then they would not just give up considering their core offense. And then they would go out and they would get Snell. Uh, and Schoenfeld has him going to the Dodgers. Jordan Montgomery getting mentions with regards to the Cardinals. Doolittle and only have him staying in Texas. Passan has him going to the Red Sox. And Schoenfeld has him going to, and a sneaker play here, the Cincinnati Reds. Hmm. Reds are kind of a little keep an eye on that operation because yeah. they've got some young talent, but God, they need some pitching. So, there you go. They're going to be bad again. Well, we don't know that yet. It's only November. <clears throat> well, the problem with like the trading Gorman, I, I wasn't with you until I, I think the the lack of Wilson Contreras being able to catch all the time because Gorman would be a great DH. You know, if and when Mason Wynn turns into a player, and if you mm -hmm. want to keep Edmund and or Donovan, you have your infield kind of set up. He's a great DH. He could probably hit you 25 or 30 bombs if he, you know, he Gorman, gets four yeah, or 500 bats. That. Easy, yeah. yeah. But Wilson Contreras is going to take a bulk of the DH. 
at bats because he can't catch every day. So uh, I, I think that's a trickle so, down. So Mazzella you're in that there. hole. Maybe that's another reason why you use Gorman as bait I to think get you have another. Mazzella yeah. uh, said yesterday, Wilson Contreras will begin the 2024 season as the Cardinal starting catcher, and the team has a plan to help him improve defensively. Right. <laughs> I bet you he's going to love being micromanaged by a bunch of sad. Washed up play. I mean, dude, Ollie Marmol. Can you imagine listening to Ollie Marmol? Well, that's the, that's where the Adier Molina thing could come into play. That would be huge. Uh, yesterday, David Ross probably woke up not even realizing he was about to lose his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owner of the Cubs, uh, Ricketts, said in the press box in their, during their final game that he's a great leader and he's our guy. Mm-hmm. And then, well, when Craig Council became available, he was no longer the guy. Uh, David Ross fired, and then Wilson Contreras posted on Instagram about time. <laughs> oh, about time so. he got fired? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess he wasn't a fan of his former manager in Chicago. Uh, so, um, David Ross is now available. Craig Council and the Cubs, I would imagine, are going to go hard this offseason if they're spending $8 million on him. You don't spend $8 million on a manager to flop around in a rebuild. No. I would think the Cardinals would probably want to move O'Neill. And maybe Carlson. I, I don't know what you're going to get for those guys. Vending machines and vending machines. Cash. Then, they don't like, need vending getting, machines. Tyler O'Neill has the least trade value of almost any player in Major League Baseball. Well, he had one good year four or five years ago, yeah. and has been hurt constantly, consistently his entire career. There is no value for me if I'm another team looking at Tyler O'Neill. I, I, I don't. I don't see it. Carlson. He's young. But I think he he is who he is, a 240 hitter, maybe 15 bombs mm-hmm. if he plays every day, solid defense. Like, these are just guys. Like, and no offense, Tommy Edmund's just a guy. He's great at defense, but you have Brendan, Brendan Donovan can do the same, if not more, than what Edmund can. So I, I, I don't – none of these guys are untouchable. I'm with you, Doug. Is there a zero player that you can think, man, I hope he's on the roster next year? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Jordan Walker's the only one. He'd probably be the only one that they say, I'm sorry, we will not trade him. Yeah. Because if you, if you had to trade Goldschmidt, you'd lose a lot of money and you'd probably get a good player for him. Same with Arenado. You'd lose a whole lot of money off the books on a player who's getting older and you'd probably get a player or two that you could really use in, in, instead of him. They're in such a spot, and I could, and by spot I mean tough spot, and I, I keep hammering this point. I think it is such an important moment in the organization's history because they have, on one side of it, the fan base is furious. And it wasn't just this last season. This has been building for a number of years. Um, And then on the other side of it, you have exactly what we were talking about, two aging superstars, one in his final year, how they handle that, and then one who, you know, declined to opt out last year thinking that that would allow the team to reinvest. They go out and they get a catcher who then they find they're not comfortable with catching a month into the season. And what do you do with those two guys all while you are a minimum of three starters away from being a championship contender? It's a real spot. And the only way you're going to get these Snell, Nola, Yamamoto types they're not going to take a one-year big deal. You're going to have to spend, you know, I saw that uh, the prediction from uh, The Athletic was that uh, Nola signs a five-year, $125 million deal with the Dodgers. 
uh, about 24 hours after they learn that they've lost out on Otani. This is uh, Jim Bowden's just giving his random long shot prediction. Point being, it gives you an idea of what the market is going to be. And by the time, you know, Goldschmidt is retired and Nolan Arenado is, you know, in his mid-late 30s, you're still play- paying Aaron Nola in his mid-late 30s mm-hmm. $25 million a year. What I'm saying is I don't know how they can win trying to play both sides. And I, th- I worry that it is going to do damage to the competitiveness of the team for, for a big portion of this decade by trying to play both sides. That's why I can't rip the Blues for what they have decided to do. I can rip them for these contracts that they gave the defensemen, and certainly we can re-examine the Petrangelo move, which was the domino, I think, that led to this, unless you want to go back before that and the Falk move. But with regards to the Cardinals, I feel like you got to either decide, are you really in or are you out? You can't just try to hedge. And I worry that they're going to go, okay, we got to win the fan base back because the revenue declined this year from attendance. We've got uncertainty on the television front. And so now we've got to, to spend some money to win the fans back. And you're going to spend money and have guys who, you know, for example, Snell. They're talking about how Snell's a big risk. Uh, certainly he's going to come off of what likely is his second Cy Young, but throws a bunch of pitches, and and he's he might be a guy who would have a, a quick decline, and he's obviously going to cost a lot of money. It would it would inject enthusiasm into the fan base if you got him, don't get me wrong, but so would have John Carlo Stanton and David Price, mm-hmm. and you then, you know, reverse engineer those deals, and you go, God, it's a good thing the Cardinals didn't get those players, and I worry that they are in a spot here where they could damage themselves this offseason. Personally, I would rather see them go, it isn't going to happen. And we were wrong on a variety of things that got us into the spot, but we've got to begin a rebuild. That's what I would like to see them do. And I don't think they are going to do that, and I think they could put themselves in a spot where they hurt their chances for a championship for a number of years by being irresponsible this offseason, which I know sounds amazing to think that I'm I'm concerned about the Cardinals being too aggressive, whereas I would imagine 90% of the listeners think they won't get involved. I think they may want to make a big splash. Otherwise, they will have wasted the Tyler Motter years. Nice. Can they bring back or Taylor? Can they bring back Taylor? <laughs> can they bring back Jeremy Hazelbaker? Is he still out there somewhere? I think he could really help this club. Yeah. I just don't. I think the mystique of you know being a Cardinal, and I don't know how much of that is just our fans saying it, or do players around the league actually sign here because of the tradition or pageantry of it all here. I don't know. But, like, you're losing that every time you have Ali Marmol get on the mic and start bashing a player, every time you have John Moselock do these types of interviews. Like, the younger-style players, like, it's not old-school baseball anymore, and this isn't, like, a destination. I'm sorry, it just isn't. I mean, people want to go out in the, you know, West Coast. Hell, Texas is now a better option. So I, I, I... you're going to have to overpay, and there's no way this organization, especially with the Bailey staying, overpays for a free agent. So that's why I don't think any of those big-name starters are an option. So I just you don't think, think they'll get I any just, of them? I just think they're going to get too much money, and I think I'm half with you. I don't know if I want to overpay for a Nola or a Snell. Love to have them, but like I, I think the Yankees, there's not going to be a bidding war this year as opposed to what we've seen in previous years of free yeah. agents. I don't, I don't know be if this is the year to... Just to try to make 
Clever trades. I think that might be the best Younger way. And you players. wait for another free agent class with mm-hmm. maybe you're a little more aggressive, a little more money. You got you know what you have with your young guy. There's a lot of question marks with these guys. So I don't know. I, I, I let me make this crystal clear. I do not expect this to happen. However, <laughs> if they were to trade Goldschmidt and Arenado, I would be celebrating like the Dickens. I'd be excited about the season because obviously you get something and yeah. they're showing well, you you hope know, that you would, but moving to another. Arizona didn't get anything for Goldschmidt and what Colorado didn't, didn't get anything for Arenado. Neither team got anything for but those they guys. But ba- they were begging teams, especially Colorado and Arenado. They've been doing that for years, holding him on the like. Carson Kelly got that team within three wins no, of the World didn't. Series. He had nothing to do with it. The Cardinals aren't well, in a position Colorado... where they need to do any of that. Well, why do you suppose Colorado and, and Arizona didn't shop those players to the Yankees and the Dodgers and the come teams that have big money? No, I'm with Why, you. why no is idea. it those two players got virtually nothing in return? It, it makes no sense, does it? That one does not. I guess that's the, the problem and, with guys on their last end of their deals or just I don't guess, want to be there. And I don't know. Now that they're both, what, three or four years older than they were when the Cardinals got them, are they going to get that much more now than they did before? I would have been so excited if, you know, you trade Goldschmidt and Arenado and you get a new manager. I think I would be so all in on that sort of moves. But neither one of those are going to happen. So I think we're kind of just going to. We'll win more games next year, but it's probably an 81, 82 win team. But how can you tell right now? Right man? now, I'm just talking right now. If you don't make any, you know, significant moves, they'd win. They'd win less because they have no pitching. Well, they're going to get a second, third-rate guys. That's why I, I, I just don't <laughs> see them getting any big-name guys this year. The team that just won the World Series was literally just a team of quote-unquote guys. Pipe down, Stonehenge, go take a. What bong rip in your caravan? That's from Are we talking tackle? about the Rangers being just guys? They spent a half a billion dollars yeah. on free agents. They got maybe the best shortstop in the game. Just now. a moronic Seager. statement. Like the team that just won did lose 90 and 100 games a year and two years prior. Yeah. But how they turned that around wasn't just the guys turned into guys. They, they, they some, spent a half a billion dollars on the rotation and big name pitching. Corey Seager, see, yeah. I mean, it just. DeGrom and Scherzer might not have had much to do with them winning, but at least they went out and got him. Yeah, so that means... And Evaldi was another one that they went out and paid for, and he turned out to be their their, clo- their stopper, their ace. Yeah, so in this scenario... And they spent... But the really thing, I mean, certainly because of what wound up happening from a result standpoint, obviously DeGrom didn't do a thing, and Scherzer was beat up, but they went and spent... You know, the last two off-seasons have had a plethora of ridiculously talented shortstops Cardinals said, "Okay, we, we don't we don't need it," mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure Mason went. I guess anyway. I don't know. I disagree we've with ourself, that. We've talked ourselves into Mason Wynn being yeah, a like superstar. Just, I, just, I mean, but you know, this this free agent shortstop thing wasn't just last year; it was two years ago. Either way, um, Darren is speaking the truth. No big dip name pitching starters that are free agents are coming to St. Louis. They will sign a couple reclamation projects that were good during the Obama administration. <laughs> Yachty signing on as the manager in waiting will be the big acquisition that they will roll out. That's from the 314. Yeah. That'll be entertaining just from an awkward standpoint. Oh, I just can't, I still can't imagine. Maybe I'm wrong. The Cardinals are going to bring him in as a bench coach for the regular season. No, I can't. I just can't. I just don't see it. You know his personality at all. It just doesn't fit. <laughs> it just doesn't. Oh, God. And who's to say he won't leave in the middle of it to go coach a basketball game? <laughs> He's not the guy you want as the manager. 
I, how many tickets is Plowsy going to purchase this season? I know the answer, so no one cares about your opinion. Oh, <laughs> so I, like, this is the problem with the fan base again. I have to blindly support anything and everything. DeWitt, Mosellock, all the Marmol, the Cardinals cannot do anything wrong. Like, that type of mindset yeah. got into our front office, and that's kind of how we got here today is, you know, this Heaven's Gates and Cardinal Way and B-Fibs can outweigh, like, talent. Like, it just doesn't. So the fan base just walking in blindly through the gates and expecting, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, you know, the Cardinal can provide, that, that's fine. But, like, I'm not like that. They I don't re- think Mosellock's been the right guy for five or six years. And, you know, you bash me for it all you want, but I'm not going to back down. The Cardinals just aren't – it's not a destination place. Well, one of their biggest problems, I think, right now is they just really haven't produced very many of their own homegrown stars. Maybe that Walker will correct. be that guy. But besides him, oh, I mean, you got to go way back to the Pujols Molina. I guess Wainwright would count, even though he was traded for. He was in the minors for a year there. They just are not cranking out difference-making players. We think that they're going to be. Everyone who comes up, we think, boy, this guy's going to be a star. And they're just not when they get here. They're just just guys. Well, they're one of those teams that hasn't stockpiled young players that they had a plethora of them. You're just getting players through your draft hoping they're good but a lot of these teams that have rebuilt traded away a lot of big name players and got a bunch of um you know double a single a who yeah. had become good players the Miami just, did that. yeah the cardinals yeah. just never had that where they had yeah. seven or eight trades where they got 10 12 young players that they figure could do something in a couple of years. They haven't had those. Heaven's Gates is and never was a thing, you idiot. That's from the Breakfast Club. What does that mean? I don't know. Heaven's Gates, wasn't that the thing? whether there's gates in heaven? I don't know what it means. Heaven's Gates is and never was a thing, you idiot. Wasn't well, that yeah, one of the things that, we, we made was it, it like up. a cult? Yeah, we like, we made it up. But That's wasn't there like a Heaven's Gate and they like wrote a comet and they all put purple cloaks over themselves and committed suicide? Wasn't that the Heaven's Gate? <laughs> I wasn't a member of that to know I, I was, not, I, I, I was I just don't recall us talking about Heaven's Gate. Was, was, was my nurse? Wasn't there a movie called Heaven's Gate? Didn't Plowsy yes. say they think they're coming to Heaven's Gate? No, uh, I, I, I told a story several years ago about fans. I'm overhearing fans say, like somebody was new to the stadium in the first time and like people said, welcome to Heaven's Gates. That's what I brought it up on the oh, show. Oh, is that right? Really? So I'm like, I, I'm making God, that. Like, that so not that's like a reference real thing. to that because I was thinking Heaven's Gate was the the suicide. No, it's it was like a you, cult. It was a cult. It's like you walk in, it's like you're overcome with like just mm-hmm. wonder. Who was in that movie? And... The movie Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Gates. Uh, I think that was a 1980 film. It's a UFO religion, Doug. Wasn't that the guy that was banging him two at a time? There's Jeff Bridges, Chris Christopherson, Christopher Walken, Willem Dafoe, John Hurt. Biggie's thinking of Heaven Can Wait with Warren Beatty. Yeah, Warren Beatty. Which was a good good movie. He was a football player. Yeah. He died and came back as a football player. Yeah, none of those guys in Heaven's Gate were banging him two at a time. Well, I mean, the B-Fib thing is all just made fun of as well, you know? Like, that's not, I don't know if that's real. I don't think people well, they're, consider they're just themselves coming, they're the coming off man. a run of about 20 of the best years any organization has ever had. Save for the Yankees, maybe. <clears throat> I mean, they were... They were a very good team for two full decades with superstar players. And they just, it all came to an end last year. It just went all at the same time. So to say they've, they've never been good or hasn't been a destination, oh, it has been. been. I'm saying now. It's not, it's not now, but maybe they can turn that into that. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Iggy's ability to wake up from a power nap, shoot a relevant hot take, and then fall back asleep is uncanny. Wedding tackle, he insists that you were asleep. I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> I'm right here. That's actually really funny. Have you ever fallen asleep during a radio show? Francesca did, didn't he? Yeah, probably. And then remember, he's, they had that compilation where he spilt like 18 Diet Cokes. <laughs> he's done it like so many times. They had like a minute-long video. I bet he never spilled coffee all over the console, though. <laughs> it looked like some of those Cokes came very close to the console. But you would literally have to fall asleep sitting up. And That's how, not an easy thing to do. Keeping that head, that noggin yeah. steady. You'd fall over, wouldn't yeah. you? I'm sure if I fell asleep, my head would be down on the table, <laughs> resting. <laughs> uh, Doug, Jeff Lottman's never resting, and that's because yeah. he's out there selling real estate, and he's been doing it for 22 years, over half a billion in sales. Uh, he joined Compass Realty to start and build Compass St. Louis into the number one luxury brand in St. Louis. As Compass is the largest luxury broker in the world. He never turns down a referral, no matter what the price is. Luxury is much more about the experience and the price. They treat all their clients the same way. It is Jeff Lottman of Compass St. Louis. Here is a website for you. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Yep, Jeff Lottman. Uh, and he, uh, if you're looking to buy or sell a home, go to Jeff Lotman.com. He's got 22 years of experience in St. Louis, and now he's with Compass St. Louis. Uh, Jackson, I went four and one in the Circa Millions. There's a little buzz now. There's a little buzz. Circa, tell him about it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think the new quarter did start, Tim. So I think uh, four you're, and one, Doug. Shipping. You're alive. Ooh, so uh, that's a new yeah. quarter for you. I need that, Iggy, because I'm eliminated from the other thing. Right. So, uh, yeah. Having a, a good quarter can certainly make up for a down year. But either way, if you're looking to do some wagering, whether it be this weekend or during the week, let me tell you about Circa Sportsbook because the world's largest sportsbook in Las Vegas is now in Illinois. The Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. And, of course, the Circus Sports app is now available in Illinois. So you just make the short drive across the river if you live here in St. Louis. Or if you already live in Illinois, you sign up for the Circus Sports app. Visit CircusSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There you go. And think about it. Uh, Doug, did you read Jay Billis's rankings of the top 68 teams in college basketball? 68. Uh, he's played title, one game. That title just rolls right off the tongue. Top 68. Yeah, what like, do you think? He knows is. who's 47 and who's 48. I'm going to say Mizzou's 32. Plug? Am I guessing Mizzou's yeah. specifically? 38. I think the roster isn't going to be good next year. I'll I think they lost a lot of people. I'll say, tw- I'll say 29. Nope, 60. 60th. Okay, that's a joke. Missouri is number 60, just ahead of Virginia Tech and just behind Utah. Oh. Yeah, that's a little bit of disrespect. But again, mm. I think Jackson would agree. They lost a lot of players, and kind of the hype coming in with Gates and that, you know, next year's recruiting class and two years from now recruiting class. I would disagree, personally. 
But um, they showed out well last night, though. I, I think under Dennis Gates, they can. They are a well-coached team, so well-coached teams can do basically anything. Nice. Well, what about um, the depth? Obviously, next year they have the number one recruiting class, but they got a ton in the transfer portal, and they looked good last night. They looked really good last night. They got yeah. to work on some man-to-man defense principles, but they had there. a home run with Gates, and I, I don't think you can underestimate him what he oh, might God, be able no. to pull off. Drink whiskey and a pep talk before the first game of the year? Mm. I don't think so. I don't no. think, if I'm Gates, I'm not taking the drink of wits advice. <laughs> God almighty. God, it's out of nowhere. Tough, tough crowd. <laughs> I told Jackson this yesterday, and I guess I, because uh, I, I, I've been thinking it for a little while, and then Tommy, so you know Tommy Summers, he's in the YouTube chat, Tommy Summers. Yeah, he was part of the Smothers Brothers, Tommy and Dickie Smothers. No, 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 that, those are the Smothers. This is Tommy and Dickie Summers, Tom Summers. Summers, okay. And uh, and he said this, and I agree with it. Keep an eye on it. So uh, I guess this can be uh, attributed to me if you would like it. It's just intuitive. If Bazori wins out, Eli Drinkwitz will get interest from schools such as possibly... Texas A&M mm-hmm. and Florida because Florida uh, has the magic of experiencing in their final three games fresh off of a loss to Arkansas. And Arkansas is a one-loss team. Is that right? No, they've lost many. Okay. Uh, they have LSU this weekend, and they travel to Columbia, Missouri for a night game. Gators don't really enjoy Columbia at night in November. And then they wrap things up with undefeated Florida State. Point being Billy Napier is, and you can say he's only in a second year, it doesn't matter in Gainesville. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, Doug, they might pay him $73 million to go away. He's going to have his hands full the rest of the way since they've got LSU lurking out there. I don't know what LSU's motivation will be by the time that rolls around, but uh, that's at the very least going to be a test. They might be playing to get Jaden Daniels the Heisman Trophy if he is uh, healthy coming off of that hit against Alabama. And, uh, and then... You know, who who knows what else could could lurk out there? But yeah. I'm, uh, that was always my thing. I, my thing with Eli Drinkwitz, which angered Missouri fans when he's hired. I'm like, I just think he's the kind of guy who either isn't going to have success, and then Missouri fans will hate him, or he is going to leave, and they will be angry that he left. And mm-hmm. it's I just I, that's I don't think he's a Gary Pinkle. And that by the way, nothing wrong with ambition. But I just think that that, and I think you, if hey man, if that's a ten and two team in Columbia, Missouri, possibly finishing in the top, possibly in the top ten, mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, that, that there's no way that that's that's exactly the prototype that places like a Florida and a College Station go. Ooh, this guy, younger guy, mm-hmm. just built something in a place that usually doesn't have that kind of success, and. That might be what we need, and he's already done it in the SEC. And his only two losses are to LSU and uh, Georgia and Athens. And Mizzou might be better than Florida and A&M this year. Absolutely, but their potential is is great. Being there in Texas and Florida, where so many players are, because their bankrolls are ridiculous. But just think of what I'm not saying it'd be good for Missouri. But where Missouri has been at with coaching hires in the past, you know, like where the program had been when they hired Barry Odom, where the program was when they hired Drinkwitz, you might be able to, if Drink does end up shipping out to whatever, I mean, I, I'm saying there's probably a 1% chance that happens because of Florida or whatever these schools. 
Missouri's in a spot to where you might be able to actually not get an Arkansas Pine Bluff coach or, you know, a, a, one of those top-tier, middle-of-the-road like middle of the road team coaches. You might be able to get somebody with name value so you don't lose a ton of recruits. So I wouldn't say losing drink the worst thing. But he can recruit his ass off, though, so that would be my only concern to be, you know, a bunch of decommits. Yeah. Well, most of the coaches bounce around. He wouldn't be the first. There's, there's Pinkle, only, Pinkle was an outlier. He was. Kirk Friends, I guess, at Iowa's another one. But most a lot of, of people want that offense at their schools. Yeah, well, oh, he's man, been I'd there be a long that. time. He can get to go to Green Bay. When was the last time that a coach had heard of before they hired him? Bing Devine or who are we talking Dan about? Devine. <laughs> Bing Devine. Dan Devine. He's the Cardinals general manager. Dan Devine. <laughs> At the last coach, Missouri. But he coached at Missouri. He didn't. That's and then, such a U-turn in I a said, career. And then he, he brought on Woody Woodenhofer. Right, Dan Devine. But, I mean, can you think of a Mizzou coach they got when, glad we got him. Everybody knows who he is. No, I don't think anybody really knew who Gary Pinkle was when they got him. Unless you were following Toledo basketball yeah, football. That's what I'm saying. They, he had beaten him. Penn State that year, and that's how he got national acclaim. And he had a really tough time leaving Toledo. Like, he was so broken up over leaving Toledo. And that stood out to me when I interviewed him the night he was announced. And I thought, this guy, and there was something about him. It was like, this guy's the real deal. But never thinking, because you just didn't think that way, that Missouri would play for a Big 12 championship. It just wasn't, it was not in play in my lifetime, obviously, Big 12 being the Big 8 when I was growing up. And, uh, and again, I think he had opportunities to at least interview when Michigan hired Rich Rodriguez, but he just didn't want to do it. He was... He was happy there. But I think for every one Gary Pinkle and that mindset, I'm not saying Gary Pinkle is, you know, the greatest of the greatest of all time. And when it comes to college football coaches, what I'm saying is I think he's an outlier when it comes to looking for the next best thing. I think for every one Gary Pinkle, there are, you know, 10 who go, okay, I'm, I, you know, Missouri might be like the next tier down from take your pick of whichever you would cite, or maybe even you would say that the third tier. But, you know, for some coaches, they want to get to that top tier. I do wonder, and we've talked a little bit about this before, if with the quick triggers at places like Gainesville, and while Jimbo Fisher has had a rough go of it, it's not like he's been there for a decade. I mean, a decade ago, he was winning a national championship with Jameis Winston beating Auburn. If if people go, yeah, I I could get that opportunity at take your pick of, you know, College Station, Gainesville, whenever the job in Alabama will open up, uh, and that's probably within the next handful of years. But, God, I don't want to live a life like Gus Melzahn lived, for example, mm-hmm. at, at Auburn. I mean, and certainly people might go, I'm happy to live a life like Jimbo Fisher's lived at College Station because he's about to get $75 million if he loses one or two more games. But... Uh, for some people, that might not be what the priority is, and it just depends on where you are. Well, the money is so outrageous for these coaches now at the big programs, making eight to ten million a year, and if you fail, here's thirty million to go away. So that's that's why they leave. A lot of them. Well, who wouldn't? And I think Drake, when he left, uh, where was he at prior? Appalachian, Appalachian State. State. I remember a, a week prior, and every coach does this. I'm not calling out Drake just specifically. I'm going to talk about maybe not listening to what he says in press conferences. He did say a week prior to leaving that this is where I want to be. You know, these are my players. And mm-hmm. Again, I know this is such generic talk. Nick Saban has done that in the NFL and left the next day. I, I get it's not just him, but, you know, just because he says at the end of the year they go 10-2, no, these are my players. 
can't believe any of that. No. Any coach. No. Well, or probably anyone else in any other type of job. Oh, great. If somebody I, I came up from another radio station and said, you know, here's an extra $2 million a year, you'd say, see ya. 100%. TMA, I'm with you on that. See ya. Though. What? What are you yep. talking about? No, I take a pay cut. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? The only thing that was so unfair for years is that the coaches could do that and the players couldn't. Now at least they've corrected that. I love it. Yeah. Nothing so, as those coaches I mentioned. But if you look at it, you know, especially playing in the Big 12, SEC, I mean, you think of legendary coaches. You look down the, the list of Mizzou after Divine. Yeah, we back wooden, to Bing Divine. Wooden, <laughs> Woodenhofer. Alan Frio. Warren Powers Alan Frio, wasn't exactly chopped liver. Warren Powers. Bob Stull. These are guys that people who follow college players. Who are these guys? You know, no, Larry Smith coached at USC. No big right. name pops out of Mizzou right. all-time coaches. Right, unable to, to get someone like that. Maybe that's why they never won a national championship. They just... The reality is you want to hire a coach who everybody wants. You know what I mean? That's, that, that is the goal. Mm-hmm. That is the goal. Like, it's a great thing for Missouri that Dennis Gates is now, people are viewing, I mean, it's one season, but going, holy crap, Missouri really might have yeah. hit. He there. may be harder to hang on to than uh, Drinkwood. I'm, t- I'm just t- it, it, it's it's kind of percolating now. That 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 loss to Arkansas was huge as far as the situation in Gainesville. And I listen to a lot of college football podcasts. I'm probably start to wind down now, but uh, that situation in Gainesville is, is a tough one because they're I, I don't know what game they win. I mean, they've got LSU, Missouri, and Florida State. I mean, that's rough. And it's rough to end. And the the last win they had, if I'm not mistaken, was beating a terrible South Carolina team, all because of a miraculous comeback in the final four minutes. If they didn't do that, I think it's a sure thing he's out. And then that creates a domino effect. The Jimbo Fisher thing would have happened for sure if it weren't for the $73 million buyout. Plus, you have Michigan State going to be in the mix, Northwestern going to be in the mix, and I'm not saying that's where Drinkwitz would be. Michigan, possibly. And then, and I was about to say, and you don't Mm -hmm. know what's going to happen at Michigan. So, but what that does is then that creates domino effect. So, it's uh, it's just something that I haven't heard it being discussed. But I, Doug, as you know, I'm a trendsetter. Mm -hmm. Everybody around town is shrinking and wearing all black. And uh, so that's that's kind of me. that's kind of me. So I'm kind of spotting just, this thing coming yeah. down the road, and that that's hey. But the, you know what? That's the cost of success. Yeah, Missouri just has to try hard to hang on to Drinkwitz now, who's a, suddenly a hot property. And if he should leave, you well, know I don't what? know that he's you, a hot property. I'm saying next... I think he will. Be. I think if they get this win, it's a CBS audience. It's back to back weekends. A CBS audience at two thirty, and uh, the big game this weekend. Uh, there's no competition, I should say, in their window. You have Michigan, Penn State at 11, Missouri, Tennessee at 2.30, and Georgia Ole Miss at night. Mm-hmm. And so for college football fans, and if Missouri were to beat Tennessee and do it in convincing fashion, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I think this is this is one I wouldn't bet this weekend because it's a really, really difficult handicapping job, I think, because you don't know where they are as far as being worn down. I'm not sure Luther Burton's health. But uh, you do that on 2.30 in CBS, and people go, God, Missouri's 8-2, and two, and their only losses were to Georgia and LSU, and yeah. they're probably going to finish 10-2. and two. He would be a hot property then, and then you'd have to go out and try to find the next Bing Divine or Tyler Motter. Thank you. <laughs> a 
That's is, correct. Um, That's correct. That's exactly right. A Georgia game in Oxford? Uh, it's in Athens. Yeah. I think Mississippi could win if it was in Oxford. I'm not sure on what yeah, Ole Miss they, is. They score a lot of points. Well, that's why, uh, who who was on, was it you who said it? No, it was James Carlton. I was about to say, it was whoever was sitting there was James Carlton. He loves Georgia's over of 30 and a half as their team total this weekend. The Ole Miss scores points. They don't stop people from scoring no, points either. Like USC. Um, it's not that bad, but it's from the same school. And Lane Kiffin, you know, that's kind of the deal. And I just think, I, maybe I'm off the mark, but I think a Saturday night in Athens, Georgia's going to show out and put up some points. I love that bet. The only thing I can think is maybe there's some rain in the forecast. Otherwise, that's, I don't know how Georgia's going to put up more than 30 points against uh, Ole Miss. What's the over-under then? I guess the over-under is 30 and a half. I mean, oh, the total spread? Totals, I mean, less than 60 then. What do you think Ole Miss is getting in that game? I wonder if their spread's going to be less than the Missouri game. I guess it's, I'm gonna, my guess is it's 14. Doug, what do you think? Set the line for Ole Miss and the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going to say 12. Uh, I'll say 13 and a half. Right. But I guess the over-under is less than 60. If 10 and a half? I got Ole Miss. Disrespect for Missouri. Oh, gosh. I got Ole Miss winning that game. What's you got Ole Miss winning it? Mm-hmm. What's the Wow. I like Ole Miss this year, I think. There is no, I don't see a total. Jackson, you see a total. I'm just on the place. 58 and a half. 58 and a hay. You like that, Doug? I don't like a hay. 59 in some places. Hay is a half of a half. So is the Georgia team total 30 and a half? That math doesn't work. Um, not getting a team total. I got 29 and a half. Nope, I'm sorry. That's the first half over under one. I don't, I don't have a team total. You got something in your mouth, bro? Piece of gum. What in the world? Bad radio snack, but it's it good is. gum. So as a sucker, I've done that too, and it's like, God, this is the worst. You're just going to chomp away <laughs> on it like a cow chewing his cud? I frankly wasn't anticipating chiming in much, but there, I, uh, <laughs> there lies the rub, am I right? <laughs> Gosh, that was Rick right there. Uh, that was. That really, what, are you back there getting oral or something? What does that mean? There's a Wishbone Ash album called There's the Rub. That wishbone Ash, trivia night coming up on Saturday. Probably a cassette in there too. <laughs> No, Live Dates is back there, Blasey. Live Dates? Maybe grab that. Wishbone Ash Live Dates. Oh, nice. Can we even play a cassette anywhere at this radio station? Yeah, we can. Yeah, I think a ton we have, of cassette players. Yeah, we, we have a cassette mm-hmm. burner. I think we can burn a cassette to something. I forgot what it was. Maybe a CD. Why don't you do that to all your old cassettes, Iggy? What's that? Take the cassette and burn There's another CDs quick nap. Well, I'm giving them all away now, so it don't matter. Doesn't matter. I have a I have a Stevie Nicks interview I did in 1994 on a reel to reel that I need to put onto a. We'll throw that in the skeleton. I'm sure there's a reel to reel player around here somewhere. You imagine that on the skeleton? <laughs> Thirty year old interview. Oh, yeah. That's the worst interview. It'd be you've interesting ever heard. to hear. <laughs> that's the worst interview you ever heard. It's probably one of the first interviews I've done. I mean, it's like I'm oh, talking to her in a bar. That, like, you remember remember that song you did? What was that about? It was like I didn't reset anything. It's just yeah. it was awful. Plowsy, let's bet an eighth, and I'll take Georgia. We can exchange behind the grade school at Trivia. That's from caller Buzz. Mm. I don't know if I'm confident of a straight-up bet. In my head, I think Ole Miss has a really good chance. Do you think Ole Miss will cover? I know, you don't I, think I they'll think, win? I think they'll win, but you I don't want to bet. Wow. bet on it. Um, I mean, Georgia is obviously the number two te- ranked team in the country, or one. I forgot what the rankings were. So, Yeah, I just – I'm a Lane Kiffin-Jackson dart. I love that combo. Dart? Jackson Tarts, the quarterback. Yeah, they got two great running backs. So, I mean, Ole Miss can't really stop anybody, but 
You could put up points on Georgia. Uh, we got a break. It is 9.23 in St. Louis. You are listening to TMA, presented by Brown and Crouppen from the Global Ultra Studios.